Welcome to the Mouse Pals Podcast. I'm Andrew, and I'm here with my pal, Jeff. Hey, everybody. This is a 30-minute show about all talk about Disney parks and properties. We will bring you the news and dive deep into the most interesting Disney topics. That's right. Yeah. Today, we have a news catch-up. We've had a, a bit of a break. Congratulations, yeah. Jeff. Thank you very much. New, new father. Yeah. Uh, a Disney dad there. Uh, but uh, we're we're happy to get back into it. Um, so so Jeff, uh, since we have so much, why don't we just get started? Yeah, let's do it. Here's the news. So everyone right. everyone's talking about the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. It looks great. Yeah, it's uh, it's a new indoor coaster. Um, if you've been to Epcot in the past year, maybe two years, maybe gigantic uh, pavilion almost right. looks like a studio stage maybe even yep. bigger it's it's massive, massive. yeah, yeah mm-hmm. you can see that from miles away uh, you probably even say see it in space uh, <laughs> from space um but anyway it's opening up may 27th they released a new trailer not too long ago and yep. um shows kind of the theme and what's going on the nova corpse from the movie is a uh, space agency that needs help from uh, their Earth facility, and so the crew of the Guardians of the Galaxy, all those people, um, are going to go help them and save them. Mm-hmm. So it's deemed as a story coaster, which we could tell from the trailer there, and uh, has mm-hmm. a really cool ride vehicle which rotates 360 degrees, which kind yeah. of reminds me of the Cobra Curse ride vehicle at Bush Gardens, which uh, for people that are concerned about getting sick on it, um, it didn't get me sick, and I get pretty sick. Um, when it comes to spinning so mm-hmm. that's good yeah are you um you excited about it i, I know you're not a big drop guy and who knows we not. don't know what we don't know what it has yet we don't no know we don't know what it has i assume there's going to be some level of dropping right. but how much of a vertical drop can you have um in an indoor facility so it can't right. be can't be too bad i mean you do look at the Mummy Ride at Universal Studios, and it has a drop there, but it's not so bad. It's something yeah. I could do. I think just the violentness of the Mummy Ride kind of gets me a little bit. Mm-hmm. It has multiple drops, which throws me off, so I can't really anticipate it, even though I can actually kind of see what's going on at night. But this one, um, I, it can't be too bad because you know it's, it's Disney. It's not going to be. It's not going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to be. What is that? The Rip Ride Roller Coaster, whatever <laughs> they have it. <laughs> yeah, Rip Ride Rocket, yeah. No. Rip Ride Rocket, yeah. No um, way. Yeah, it's not going to be that bad. And I, I think the 360-degree track ride looks pretty good. As we've talked about a couple of times ago, I think, I wasn't a big fan of the, of the trackless one. Um, oh, really? Maybe just because uh, like I did it right after. Like I did it a couple times <laughs> right after each other, and I like got a little... Sh- like too much side to side. Shaking. Yeah, that's, that's um, not good. Yeah, they won't have that in this probably. No, but I, I, didn't, I didn't expect so. I got that. And Guardians of the Galaxy is fantastic. I'm excited for it. Yeah, me too. And you know, um, they recently had some pass holder and right? Disney Vacation Club reservations available as previews mm-hmm. before the ride officially opens. However, those all sold out. Well, not sold out, but reserved relative, relatively yeah. quickly. So, did you get the invite? I did not get the invite, which was kind of no, interesting either. because 
it seemed to me that those with the new passes, such as like Mike, yeah, um, who's been on the guest on the show multiple mm-hmm. times, uh, he's got the new pass, the pirate pass, which is kind of a uh, middle tiered one, and yeah. compared to M- Matt, who's also been on the show once or twice, maybe, and he has the second highest pass, the platinum mm-hmm. pass, but platinum pass they no longer sell anymore. But he didn't mm-hmm. get invited, and none of us get invites either. No. So does does Matt have one of the new? He does not yet. Does not know he got okay. No. Um, yeah, that must be what it is. They must only be giving it to the new annual pass holders, like the people who who didn't. That's what it seems like to me. Yeah. Well, those those pirates got it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Um, well, I'm excited. Hopefully they go. I wonder if they'll go and then we'll have to get a report on it. If yeah, they do. I, I, I doubt they'll go. They also have, uh, they have twice yeah. as, yeah, that's yeah, right. twice as much babies two, as us. <laughs> two twin newborns. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's, that's, that's rough. <laughs> maybe too much. Yeah, um, maybe too much. Yeah. I can see Mike going though. I'm just leaving Alex. Just sneaking out. Come on. It's for the pod. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> or Alex should go out and just leave Mike. Yeah. He might do that too. <laughs> Well, moving on, um, Disney Plus subscribers are actually going to benefit, which is kind of cool because you've never heard of anything like that. Having a subscribe to a subscription to right. Disney Plus, you get 25% off hotels, up to 25% hotels between yeah. July 8th and September 30th, which is pretty cool. That's a big discount. Like if you're going to. Oh, I don't know if it's just like the medium tier or the low tier or the value. I mean, it varies. Um, okay. a certain percentage up to twenty five percent. I think twenty five percent applies to the the higher level hotels like um, mm-hmm. Boardwalk and uh, Yacht Club and stuff like that. Yeah, it's still a. I mean, that's even crazier if you're going to the Yacht Club and yeah. you're getting twenty five percent off. Pretty good. That's, you got to uh, fill those things up. You're not able to fill the Galactic Star Cruiser um, unless you fill up these. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> uh yeah i don't yeah um let's see all right well that's that's a good that's a good um that's benefit a good, that's a good benefit yeah well moving over to magic kingdom be our guest is now offering brunch oh interesting yeah they used to offer breakfast um, right well, that was before the pandemic yeah of course the pandemic changed everything yeah um but uh, they're testing out the waters and see what kind of demand they have because uh, to get the breakfast back, I guess that requires uh, significant more uh, resources and time, obviously. So we have to open yeah. earlier, but yeah, the prices are outrageous. It's uh, $62 for adults and $37 for mm. children. It's a prefix menu, which is pretty much the same menu as lunch and dinner, um, but um, instead of getting a filet mignon or scallops, um, you have the option of getting an omelet of Mickey Waffles for that's sixty-two bucks or thirty cents. That's crazy. That's for brunch. I mean, a glorified breakfast. Is it? Yeah. I mean, God. people want to be in there. There's three cool rooms, but um, I guess yeah, they are testing out demand, and you know, I I expect this to change. Uh, we'll see. And we'll let you guys know what's up. I expect it to go up in price. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably. As everything yeah. else is. Oh, yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, moving outside of Magic Kingdom. At the Grand Floridian, which is one of my favorite restaurants, is uh, Victorian Alberts is actually hiring um, positions at Mm. the the famous restaurant. It's one of the five. It's a five star um, 
triple A rated, I think it's a gold uh, diamond, I guess, five, actually not five star, as refers to Michelin, but it's a five diamond restaurant, a prefix menu, and a tasting menu, very cool. And, you know, that's obviously a good sign that it's going to reopen pretty soon. Yeah, that's good. I'm looking forward to it. I still have not gotten the chance to eat there, but I'd love to. Yeah, it's it's definitely a one of, one of a kind experience that everyone should do. It's awesome. It's very costly, yeah. um, and no uh, tables and one online discount, or really any sort of discount. But it's really the closest thing you'll get to a Michelin start mm-hmm. experience um, in Florida. Yeah, I think it's one of the highest rated in Florida, right? Yeah, it's absolutely. It's probably mm-hmm. one, it's one of my favorite uh, restaurants in mm-hmm. the whole state of Florida for sure. Well, that's, that's good news. Things are getting kind of back to normal, right? That's right. And, you know, speaking back to normal, going over to Disney, Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort, the Spyglass Grill is reopening and uh, hasn't opened since uh, April 14th, uh, the pandemic. Wow. It's one of the newer restaurants, too. Yeah, well, good. That's Again, slowly, everything's are opening right back up. So yeah. that's good news. Well, um stuff needs to reopen back up because you know um people need jobs and yeah and uh it's tough out there they said uh, florida has one of the highest inflation rates granted there's Mm. over eight and a half percent inflation in the united states but here uh, there's a lot of demand Mm. and there's also a lot of demand for housing yeah good segue (laughs) yeah thanks you i've been working on that one for a long long time (laughs) a lot of sleepless nights uh, actually, not because of that, uh, for other reasons, but yeah, you know, that's right. <laughs> Disney's actually bringing 1,300 low-income housing to about 80 acres of its land, which is just left. I think it's called Flamingo Crossing, and mm. uh, goes to its mission, according to them, to help the community around it, which mm. they need to desperately do. Uh, you know, rent prices have doubled, tripled mm-hmm. um, in large uh, commercial areas, such yeah, as Orlando, Orlando Tampa Bay, yeah. and, and really mm. Miami, so... Um, this, this is bringing much needed um, housing to um, people around the neighborhood. So yeah, that's good, and hopefully, so like I mean, yeah, hopefully the cast members can can live there too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, give them a living living wage, and right, um, yeah, uh, yeah, rough, real rough. But this also came after the announcement that Universal had promised a, um, a thousand units of twenty acres of its land as well for low hmm. income housing. Is, you know, it's good to help have these uh, communities help um, sure, yeah. the surrounding community, basically. So, and yeah, moving over to theme parks, is that uh, Expedition Everest has reopened. Hopefully, the Yeti's still working. <laughs> right? Maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe. Um, every other time, maybe, or probably like <laughs> once in a blue moon, which I think a pink moon's coming up soon. Anyway. Um, they're also adding Genie Plus to it, and if you know if the Yeti's not working, we'll let you guys know. That's right. Um, one of my that's last. That's good. Yeah. yeah. You have to edit that one out there. <laughs> uh, one of my last little bit of news is that uh, Salt and Straw is opening up right after Easter. It's an ice cream place. Um, came in to replace the Ample Hills Creamy, which I think is from New York, mm-hmm. and uh, which never came into fruition basically because of the pandemic complications but you know this place i was gonna saying, say mm-hmm. ample hills was 
I, I thought we actually covered maybe the what yeah. we're, we're thinking it was opening, right? Yep, it we're was, taking place, it was slated never... or slotted, slated to open during the pandemic. Um, but you know that you know things fell through, especially since it being a New York company. Um, real tough um, with them up there, uh, not down here, obviously. But you know this mm-hmm. is a good good replacement, supposedly. Uh, they're kind of a social justice type of thing as well as uh, funky ice cream flavors. So we'll see how f- well it fares in Florida. But one of their, a couple of their ice creams is called, um, one of them is called an adventurous llama nut. It's invented <laughs> by Asher, age seven. And according to the description, you go intergalactic with pink and blue marshmallow Milky Way fluff glistening against purpley pitch dark cherry ice cream. That sounds pretty interesting, for sure. Yeah, yeah it sure does. And uh, there's one more I'll talk about. It's called the Ice Cream of Moo. It's silky chocolate ice cream dash with a touch of salt studded with clusters of candy caramel cashews and hunks of maraschino cherry lace chocolate ganache. Mm, say that five times fast. That yeah. sounds good, though. It mm. does sound really good. It sounds like a, a Ben & Jerry's mm. to like the 10th degree or something like that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, you get a lot of these new ice cream places mixing a lot of different yeah. flavors together, and they're pretty good. They actually do That's have a, a an ice cream parlor down in Miami as well. Okay. So um, we'll see how it goes. Uh, we'll have yeah. to give that a shot there, Andrew. When we go, I, I 100% will. Is this so? Is that is that at the Boardwalk or is that? Um... Actually, this is at uh, Disney Springs. Disney Springs. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Well, Andrew, do you have any news for us? I, d- I just have one little article. It's just kind of this, one of the signs of the, the times. And uh, definitely let, lets you know to be prepared when you go down there. I'm sure all of our listeners are pretty savvy Disney customers. But um, there was a, a story a little while ago, a few weeks ago, about a um, – or maybe just a couple days ago, about a couple – who came down from Switzerland, I think. They were international visitors who came down and uh, were essentially like begging or, or had signs yeah, up that were asking for uh, yeah, reservation and for tickets uh, because they had not gotten any. They went to the, the Magic Kingdom and the Ticket and Transportation Center, mm-hmm. went up there and tried to buy them there and just were told that they couldn't get and couldn't get in they needed the reservation and then i think they needed the ticket as well they hadn't bought that so you just kind of showed up and which you could do in the past right yeah no i mean some places would be sold out uh before, obviously before the pandemic and, and right. if you called up and asked nicely um they would they would get you a ticket yeah but uh not not now yeah not they, now it's very strict we're not yeah no they it, it just took publicity, uh, I guess. Uh, I think it appeared on a couple of news stations as well. And mm-hmm. Disney finally relented and uh, got on tickets. Hopefully, oh, uh, did they? I didn't see that. I saw that Universal. Uh, so it was uh, WDWNT, um, Walt Disney World News. Uh, they they had ran the article and the picture of the, the couple and then Universal's marketing department emailed them and, and asked, yeah. uh, you know, they, they offered to get uh, free tickets to Universal um, while the couple were there, but the, the couple never, they were, they wanted to remain anonymous. So, yeah. so they weren't able to get into Universal either. 
Yeah, well, that's uh, you know, it's a good a good marketing strategy for Universal. And, yeah, you know, I mean, definitely. You know, you come all this way, and, and there's going to be people that blame them. But you know, it's tough when you're far away, and um, mm-hmm. it's tough for people here to get reservations. It's it's real hard. So uh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say they're uh, completely to blame. No, no, definitely not. And it's packed. Yeah, all the pictures. It looks just packed. Yeah, it's packed all the time. And I can see why Disney doesn't want to let people in. Um, Yeah, I guess. It's, you know, it's tough. It's it's tough for people here with passes Mm -hmm. to try to reserve something, let alone someone all the way from outside of the country. And you got to give them a little grace. Disney eventually did, but, you know, I think that took a little little too much um, publicity to actually get that done I don't know. Right. maybe we could ask the manager or something like that but you know you know they're, from, they're from not not from around here so yeah what are you yeah, gonna do international help them out yeah, yeah. no it's uh it's a shame yeah. that, that that happens but yeah you gotta oh oh traffic what's going yep. on there it's a shout out to you yeah it's uh, you know, they, they definitely use that to their advantage. And I know that they're, that's that reservation system sticking around for a while. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, all right. Well, that's that's all of our news, I guess, that's before right. we leave. Have you gotten the chance to watch uh, Moon Knight? I have. Yeah, I was actually going to I wanted to talk about it. I thought I think it's pretty good. You know, Zoe and I, uh, almost two months of her. Uh, I've been, mm-hmm. been watching it. I'm learning about those Egyptian gods. Um, yeah, it's the only time I can watch is in the morning when she's uh, when I'm when I'm actually feeding her. So yeah. that's pretty good. But I go I go back to work, so it's gonna gonna be kind of tough to uh, uh-huh. actually watch the rest of it um, because I'm gonna go back to work for about a month and a half. But hopefully, I'll be able to catch up after that. Um, but we'll see. It's uh, I think it's very entertaining. You know, it's not my favorite one. Uh, I think no. Loki's my favorite, but it's it's definitely up there. I find it to be uh, quite interesting. Yeah, I like Loki, and I think I like Hawkeye better. But I really do like I like Oscar Isaac. Yeah, I like Oscar, I like Oscar Isaac. Fan. Yeah, and it's different too with the whole yeah. split personality. I think it's super cool. It brings a lot of uh, focus on some mental health. Yeah. Um, so it's yeah, it's very interesting. It's different, which I really appreciate with Disney. It's well written. Yeah. Um, you know, great actors. Um, so. Star-studded cast, really, really great show. I think. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I like. I think Hawkeye might be my second favorite because you know I just love everything Christmas. It came out during Christmas yeah. time and kind of like watch it like every week during Christmas season. It was very cool. It was very cool. Hopefully, they'll have and... something like that again. But if not, I'll just watch it again with Zoe, and she's old enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I think they'll have some other cool stuff. They have a lot of shows coming down, and then Obi Wan Kenobi's coming out. Oh, I can't wait for that. That's oh. uh, you know, I gotta go back in May, but you know, it's towards the end of May, and I'll take off in June. But I am looking forward to that show every every uh, time it comes out. Hopefully, coming back, awesome. Yep. Um, all right. Well, uh, sounds good. I'll I'll let you uh, let you go. All right. Back well, thanks. Joey. It was good to uh, yeah uh, be back on the podcast with you. And uh, hopefully we'll get this a little more frequently going once I uh, get a handle of the sleep. Exactly. We can't wait. Um, All right. Well, have a good, have a good night and we'll talk to you guys next time.